0: Hello and welcome. Welcome to the Soul Evolution Center show on Blog Talk Radio and on the Soul Evolution Center YouTube channel. My name is Katie Simone. I'm an advanced channeler of beings of light and love. I'm also an author, a workshop facilitator, and a speaker. This show is held on some Fridays. On this show, I'd like to highlight Various psychic phenom- phenomena I have experienced personally since my spiritual awakening in 2009. I share my out of body experiences. I share channeled messages from beings of light and love who exist in other dimensional frequencies of reality. I also share uh, educational information on various spiritual and metaphysical topics. I am founder of SoulevolutionCenter.com, and that is a virtual center. I offer various classes, workshops, including teleconferences on spiritual and metaphysical topics that can be tailored to private sessions or custom small or large groups. As founder of SoulevolutionCenter.com, its mission is to help you evolve into your best life. And this is the type of information I share on this show. Today I'm going to talk about an out-of-body experience that I had in the early morning state uh, of this morning. It occurred probably between 6 a.m. and possibly 8.30 a.m. I did not check the clock on my nightstand as sometimes I do. i like to share my more extraordinary out-of-body experiences to use them as teaching tools for my audience. In case you are experiencing similar phenomena, or if you know of someone uh, close to you, a loved one perhaps, that is having such psychic phenomena occur uh, to them, as part of my spiritual awakening in 2009, my dream time changed drastically. You can read more about me and my background on my website soulevolutioncenter.com under the tab called Meet Katie. <clears throat> I also talk a little bit about my background in the free ebook that I channeled Aristotle's teachings for the new age and that the link to download that free ebook is available on my website soulevolutioncenter.com. But back to my uh, initial point as to what I'm talking about today, I like to share my out-of-body experiences and pull out relevant teaching points, consistencies, patterns I have seen since 2009 over the past seven years of experiencing out-of-bodies regularly. I experience my out-of-bodies in my uh, my altered state of consciousness, which is my sleep state. And the most common time for me is between 6 a.m., at 9 a.m. in the morning, but not necessarily so, but there has been a pattern of higher potentiality of an not, out-of-body of not occurring during that time. And when I have not a body it usually occurs naturally and spontaneously, though sometimes I do attempt to initiate it. The one I experienced this morning did happen spontaneously. So what I've been doing over the past few years is compiling some um, regularities and consistencies that I have noticed. I'm hoping that in sharing my own relevant experiences, um, that I can hopefully expand people's consciousness and they can start looking at their dream time, the time at a nighttime when people are sleeping differently and not just think of their experiences as just dreams. And so what I noticed this morning is that I became lucid and what, what that term lucid means and how I use it during my program is to become lucid is to start remembering details of your so-called dream. But again, I don't like to use the word dream. I, like, I, like to, I prefer to use the term out-of-body experience. An out-of-body experience, just that terminology implies that you are out-of-body There's a level of your consciousness that is able to exit. It is no longer constrained by your ego, your day-to-day fears and concerns and program conditioning. Usually in your sleep state at nighttime, as you relax, as you fall into those stages of uh, nighttime sleep, you become unencumbered um, by your thoughts and your thought patterns. And there's a level of your consciousness that can actually travel to other dimensional realities. Um, And it it happens because it is a little bit more fearless, less inhibitions when you are in this relaxed state. And so I have blogged about these experiences to other dimensional realities. I have shared them on YouTube and also on my blog, Talk Radio. And so this morning I became lucid, which means I started remembering details of my sleep state and let me tell you the first thing I started seeing in my third eyescape was a texture let me explain what your third eyescape is some of you might not be familiar with this and this is a term I use many times um, to describe my out-of-body experiences I believe it's a term that is not a common term but one that applies appropriately to my own experiences So your third eye is that space between your mid-eyebrow right here. And it is your center of clairvoyance, of insight, and intuition. The third eye, that terminology, specific terminology, has been used throughout ancient history across the world. And you may be familiar with the term third eye. And what that means is your psychic eye, your eye Beyond your physical eye that which you can see with your physical senses so your third eye is you could say heightened visioned and When I had my spiritual awakening in 2009 when I realized I am a spiritual being existing in a physical body for my highest evolution my third eye that space in between my mid eyebrow became stimulated Uh, Full of vitality and activated and that's when I started having lucid recall Memories of where I was going during my dream time and many times they were extraordinary Experiences and so what I've noticed is sometimes when I'm in that Hypnagogic state that 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 state right before waking up or going to sleep I am getting visions and images in my third eye Now know that I am lying in bed and my eyes are closed. Both my eyes are closed. But what I'm doing is, even though my eyes are closed, I am viewing the landscape in my third eye. I like to think of it as a presentation screen, sort of like an internal TV inside of your mind. And as you become more aware and as you practice, which I have been doing, but I, to be honest with you, I could be doing it more to become more competent. And then I would have more information to share with my viewing audience. I have been practicing looking through my third eye when my eyes are closed. This is a great exercise to stimulate your third eye, to start increasing your clairvoyance, your ability to see beyond the physical eye, and also to start stimulating your insight in connection to your intuition. Who doesn't want that? I mean, think about this. All our lives, we have closed our eyes during our sleep state, during nap time. We have spent many hours doing this, but how many of us actually view that landscape, that space in front of us when our eyes are closed? So I encourage you now to start doing that, either in meditations, or even when you're at work and have a few minutes to yourself to close your eyes and start looking it feels like your eyes are actually viewing an area and people have different third eye scape visions and different visions and images appear at different times depending on how lucid you are how relaxed you are etc and so you may notice that you might see small lights um, energy forms in your third eye with your eyes closed uh, you might see what I call firefly lights or lightning bolts or mists these are the type of images that I have been seeing since 2009 in my third eye my third eye is not dark and blank let me put it that way when I close my eyes there's always some type of light activity. It looks like a light show sometimes, and it changes. It changes. And it's very entertaining and, and actually very beautiful. Sometimes I see purple mist rolling into my third eye with my eyes closed, with pink mist and green mist, and it's very dynamic. <clears throat> it almost look like cloudscapes, but they're very multicolored clouds. And then sometimes I'll see what looks like shooting stars go across the expanse of my third eye. Uh, you may or may not have these type of experiences. I simply share mine to let you know the spectrum of what, of what is possible. You may have other images, and that's perfectly fine. Each one of us is unique, and if you don't have the type of images that I'm seeing, Don't worry about it. It's all good. Um, I like to talk about and hear other people's experiences about what they view in their third eye um, right before they're going to bed or right upon waking up or when they're in a meditative state. So if you get a chance, please write some comments um, and and share what type of images, visions, light forms, energy forms you see in your third eye with your eyes closed. And so what I noticed is that this space in between my third up, in between my mid eyebrow is a fertile creative area. And it is an area of travel, of astral travel, of travel to other dimensions. It is a portal. It is a gateway. And that has been known throughout ancient history. I'm not a historian in this manner, but let let me just say what I've read in spiritual metaphysical bodies of knowledge This has been reiterated and emphasized. So I have noticed the third eye escape for me is a portal. It's a gateway to other dimensional realities. Uh, So that's a big, big teaching point. And I really want to get that across to you, that your third eye is a portal. It's a gateway. But accessing it and actually traveling through it is a whole other story. But if you can just come to that basic principle, I feel that's a firm, solid principle and has been backed up by even shamanic practitioners, uh, etc. And so what I noticed is when I am about to travel through my third eye, and again, this is when I am in an altered state of consciousness, when I'm sleeping in my bed and my eyes are closed, I'm very relaxed, I notice what happens is The scenery in my third eye changes. The presentation screen that I'm viewing starts to have some activity. It gets stimulated. Now, it took me many, many occurrences of having an out-of-body to understand this, to realize this, to become aware of this enough so that I can even share it with you. So this has not been easy knowledge gained. I have to say I've been pretty much learning on my own, being self-taught, having my own experiences. I would like to read some more about other people's out-of-body experiences, and I have read a few publications, but I don't, I, I don't spend an inordinate amount of time doing, so I'm really learning from my own experiences and hoping to share what I learned with you. So what I noticed this is what I noticed this morning: is that as I look through my third eye with my eyes closed in the bed, between 6 a.m. and 9 a.m. 9 9 a.m. probably more like 8:30 a.m. I noticed the textures in my third eye were changing, and I use that term textures because it actually looks like textures. Many times, what I see in my third eye right before I have an out of body is what looks like. Patterns on walls, like a stucco pattern. Sometimes it looks like a rug or a large piece of fabric or drapery. Uh, so there's some kind of phenomena that occurs where your third eyescape shifts. Again, that space between your eyebrows, and another type of landscape comes in. And if you're lucid enough, which means you are aware and can remember and recall, You can become uh, more adept and learn how to maneuver through your third eye uh, and use these as precursors to give you a heads up that you uh, may be experiencing an out-of-body soon. Uh, I'll be honest with you. I've probably had hundreds of -of out-of-body experiences since 2009. So this is the amount of experience I personally have had. And many times it is my out-of-body travels, right before are marked by changes in my third eye scape. so now i've become savvy enough i've I've become aware enough to know this and note this so when i'm sleeping in my bed and i become lucid and i i sense this activity i see it actually in my third eye right away i'm i'm ready and i say to myself something's going to happen i'm going to travel to another dimensional reality I may go through a wormhole or a portal just like you've seen the sci fi movies, or I may not. It can happen in different forms. The form I share today is one pattern that I have experienced, but not necessarily, it doesn't necessarily happen this way all the time, 100%. But it is definitely one of the more common ways I experience an out of body. So when you start seeing changes in your third eye escape with your eyes closed and you're sleeping, or you could even be in a deep meditative state, Um, that's a cue. Become aware. And it's important to become aware without getting too excited. Sometimes some people, they become so overly excited and stimulated that they think they're going to have an out-of-body that they knock themselves out of it, okay? So it's very important to be aware but not get overly heightened, okay? I've talked to some people because I belong to different out-of-body groups, and this is a common occurrence that people get uber excited and then it stops the out-of-body experience. So you have to be aware and cognizant, which means knowing, but not get uh, you know, overly excited. So it requires a certain amount of emotional mastery. And to be honest with you, I, ha- I have that level of emotional mastery because I'm able to get to the next point of the out-of-body. And usually my out-of-bodies progress and accelerate. And I don't my own level of excitement and enthusiasm don't stunt or stop the out of body. So that's another key teaching point I will impart on this program today. Once you start seeing changes in your third eye, and it could be textures like I described, stay calm, don't get overexcited, or else you know what may happen. It may just stop the out of body. Second teaching point then. And again, um, sometimes I see light forms start to occur in my third eye, like flashes of light, brilliant light, different colors. But in this one specifically, it looked like a texture. Let me tell you what it looked like, just to give you a frame of reference. It looked like I was lying on a bed, and with my eyes open, and there was a wall right in front of me. And on that wall was a stucco pattern, and it was a bluish color. You know how stucco appears on the walls of buildings? There's a little bit of swirl and relief It's actually elevated. It looked just like that. I became lucid, and I found myself staring at a, a blue-colored wall. And so I said to myself, this is highly unusual. I know I'm going to have some sort of out-of-body experience. And so uh, what I what I noticed, too, is because I am Let's just say um, I am working and disciplining my thought forms and my awareness levels so that I can have these bodies and progress through them to higher and higher levels. I start looking around. And this is another important teaching point. Become the explorer during your bodies. Um, start taking mental notes. Become observant. Pretend you're like a detective trying to figure things out because um, this will help you with your next one and so what I do is I just though it feels like my my head is about six inches away from this stucco wall I just turn my head and I look on my shoulder and I see I'm wearing PJs I'm wearing white uh, PJs with a white background and it's a brilliant white and there's some sort of patterns on the PJs the pajamas there uh, patterns of maroon, light maroon, dark maroon, like circular abstract patterns, and they're very pleasant looking. But again, I don't have those type of PJs um, in real life. I knew I was wearing an unusual wardrobe, and so I, I did note that, and I even said to myself, in, in this auto body, I said, oh, these are unusual pajamas, but I I even noted that I like the pattern. I thought the colors are very pleasant and pleasing to my eye. So these are the type of tips and techniques you could use to help you remember the details. So you can see that I'm actually remembering the thoughts I had during this experience. And so I noticed that uh, I'm wearing these unusual PJs, but that are very pleasant looking, and they also appear to be very soft. And again, I look back at the wall and the texture that is in front of me. And now the wall has changed. Instead of being this bluish stucco pattern that is slightly elevated, it turns into a darker blue pattern and it almost looks like feathers, white feathers against a blue background, but it's still a pattern and it's still across my whole third eye, even though my eyes are closed and I'm sleeping in the bed so i know that the texture has changed and so i say to myself well i've had this before i've had this type of experience before so i'm very um knowing how to maneuver through this so i know to myself oh the textures are changing this must mean i am progressing through the different dimensional realities it's like my mind is changing the channel and each Different type of texture I see in front of me is a sign of a different dimensional landscape. Each different texture I see in front of me is a sign that I am moving through a different dimensional frequency. This is the best way for me to describe it. I hope this makes sense to you. You can almost say like, it's almost like you're in a rainbow and you're moving from the different light spectrum. You're move, moving from, let's say, purple to red to uh green to blue, but the, the way it's being shown to me, it's through textures on my third eye. So I say to myself in, in this experience, and I remember my thoughts because I am lucid, I have a level of lucidity, I say, I must be deciding which dimension I'm going to stop off at, which colored textured wall is going to be my stopping point, my, my landing point. And a part of me, my spirit actually is deciding this. I mean, you can say your spirit is a level of your consciousness that we might not have access to 100% of the time consciously. It's another level of your consciousness that tends to make my decisions as to where I'm going to go in these out-of-bodies. And so I I realized that the texture of the wall has changed, indicator to me that uh, I am still deciding on my landing point. And so then, well, what I do is, because I know I have an, of experience in this, um, and I take my lucidity with me, my out-of-bodies, I say to myself, Katie, you know what you can do now. You need to look around the room um, and see what else is in this room and the space that you're in. Just expand your vision beyond this textured wall that is a few inches from your face. And so I do that. I start to turn my head and I see I am in a small eight by eight size bedroom with like a twin size bed against the wall and I am in that twin size bed. So I see I am in another dimensional reality right now. I'm in another alternate reality with a, with a bedroom scene. And I even look down and the bed has a comforter on it and the comforter has a certain pattern and as I'm looking at the bed, even in the comforter, it's changing patterns right before my eyes, and this is a very common phenomenon during out of body. The textures on the walls may change very quickly. The comforter designs and patterns on the comforters may change. The design and patterns on the draperies in the room may change. It's like it's scrolling. It's scanning. Uh, it's moving through these alternate dimensional realities, and and then I look at the wall and I notice now on the wall instead of uh, that feather pattern that I noted earlier there is some kind of writing on the wall little script messages but I cannot make it out so you can see there's a lot of variances there's a lot of change going on and that's a common marker of an out-of-body experience and I tell you this so that you're not overstimulated you don't become hopefully confused during your out-of-body Hopefully now after you learn about it through me and, you, and if you have a similar experience, you're able to say, oh, yes, I remember this. Katie told me that this may happen. And so this is what I'm experiencing. So you don't get freaked out and, and, the auto, and then the out-of-body will stop. And so uh, I realize I'm lying on the bed in an unknown bedroom. And it's a very small bedroom, about eight by eight. And there is a door and but the door is closed. And right away, I say to myself, Katie, you know what to do now. You have a decision tree to make. You have decision points. You can get off the bed and and go through that door and find out what is behind that door. A mystery, a surprise. That's why it's so important not to be in fear. You have to be an adventurer. If you want to um, have these type of -of out-of-body experiences, you need to be very open-minded and not be fearful. I'm hearing telepathically. The word courageous—it has to feel a, a level of courage and bravery. And I've had this experience enough times where I've got to that point, so I know usually behind those closed doors is usually not monsters or demons. Ninety-five um, percent of the time, there's other living spaces, people, my family, my other families, my other uh, relatives, etc. I know this sounds very unusual, but I've had enough of these experiences to to make these conclusions and to share this information with you. And so I know that as soon as I get off that bed, I'm going to be in the scene, which means I'm going to be in another level, dimensional reality. And I like to use the words, I'm put in play. As soon as I get off that bed, in action, usually in order to get off that bed, it requires some level of force. There's a little bit of a lift out. And it's not the easiest thing. There's almost some sort of resistance so that's another teaching point I want to make to you that if you find yourself in another dimensional reality and you're lying on a bed and uh, I would encourage you to go exploring which is why you're there you're not just there to lie on the bed um, you're there because your spirit has has taken you there to have some sort of experience for your learning for your growth it could be simply to have some joy and laughter and adventure It could be a number of reasons, a myriad of reasons. There's a reason why you're there. And sometimes it's not like rocket science. You're not there to solve some sort of amazing problem and find a solution to a a dimensional reality that's having issues. Sometimes you're just like a tourist and you're just sightseeing. And so these have been my type of experiences. So I lift off the bed, but again, with some resistance And uh, I'm able to lift up, and then I see a big dresser with a mirror on top. And this is another common uh, factor in my out of bodies. Many times there's a mirror or a window, or I see my reflection. And I feel this is because my spirit wants to show me what I look like in this other dimensional reality, what I look like in this other dimensional plane. But sometimes I don't look like myself when I see my reflection. And that's always mind-boggling when you look in the mirror and you're blonde you have green eyes or you have bare skin because you know you don't look like that on the earth. But in this specific out-of-body, I looked in the mirror and I looked very similar to how I look now, brunette, uh, same type of skin, same facial structure. So that gave me some level of comfort that I looked the same. I even had the same body type. And I was appreciative that the mirror was right there, and it was a big mirror on top of the dress, so that I was able to see what I looked like in this dimension. And so I do this thing where uh, uh, actually uh, what I realized is there was a young woman with me, a young girl, let me say. She's only maybe five or six. And I have to be honest with you. I might have known her from the earthly plane. She could have been my younger sister or even my daughter. There was an essence of them that was slightly familiar to me, but not exactly. And so this young, um, this young girl, uh, she was getting ready for school, and I realized that we were both getting ready for school. This was the role we were playing in this astral dimension. And there was a point when I lifted off that bed with some resistance, I said to myself, I clearly had the thought, I am so lucid right now. I am 99% lucid, which means... It was like having a real-life experience, a real-life memory like I do my earthly life. It was just so real and detail-oriented. And so this a young girl and I are getting ready for school. I, I noticed a, uh, some papers with handwriting on them, and I realized they're like homework sheets, and there was different levels on them. So I say to this young girl, you know, please look through this pile and if your homework is in there, pull it out because it, it probably is important and I don't want to throw out this pile of papers. I was like organizing them for her. And she said something like she didn't have time to organize her papers right now. And I said something like, please make sure you make the time because I know your homework is important. And so you can say, it was such unusual communication, but this is what happens during out of body. Sometimes what you're doing doesn't make a lot of sense when you look back at it upon waking up. So I share this to let you know that. And and then, so what I decide to do is to go through the closed door. Okay? So I open up the closed door, and I'm in a hallway, an interior hallway. And as soon as I am in that interior hallway, I have a knowingness that I am in New York City, that this building is located in New York City, in the heart of downtown New York City. So that's another common thing in out-of-body experiences when I'm in these other dimensional realities. Sometimes I just know things. That's a psychic sense of clear cognizance. So I just know that I am in the heart of New York City. But you can say, this is another New York City. This is an alternate New York City. And this is just one of probably thousands or infinite numbers of New York cities. And so I'm walking down this hallway. And as I like to do, because I'm training myself to be observant, to be an explorer, I am observing the rooms I am passing by. And right in front of me is a small room, seven by seven, and there appears to be two loungers in the, in the room, like patio loungers. But they're a burgundy color, and they seem to have some unusual material on top, like fluffy material. It was very unusual for furnishings. And I noted that, and I said, this is interesting. And then a little bit past the, this lounging room area was another uh, small space that was open, uh, another living space it had some other furnishings in it. And there was another hallway, so I was walking down this hallway. At the end, um, I had only gone maybe 10 feet. I came to a dimly lit room that was big, maybe 15 by 15. And there was about 15 chairs, uh, wooden high back chairs, and they, their backs were to me. And there was maybe about six or seven people in this room, and they were sitting in these high, chair, high back chairs, and there was space in between them. They were just kind of... Um, scattered about this room, and they appeared to be watching some sort of presentation screen in the wall on the wall across from me. I didn't notice what was on the presentation screen. I wish I had. I could have been more observant or more lucid, and I want to work on that, so I'm going to tell myself to do a better job next time. And I noticed that there was a young boy, all I could see was his back, and he was probably four, and he had a shorn haircut, and he had little shorts, and his legs were just dangling off the chair, because he was, you know, just a young boy, and I could only just see his back, and there was an older man next to him, and the older man uh, turned around to me, and he made a comment to me, he asked me to do something, and I'm not lucid enough to remember what it was. And I don't know this man. He wasn't familiar to me. I did not have a knowingness of him. He was not a relative. And so I said to this older man, "Um, could you give me an hour? I just woke up. I still have to do some things. I'll come back in an hour and I'll I'll do what you've asked me to do. And he says, he looks at me and he says, okay, that's fine. He was very understanding. And I was kind of surprised. And then I had like a learning moment in the outer body where I said to myself, Katie, do you see if you just speak to them with uh, politeness and tactfulness, when I say them, I mean these other dimensional beings and these other realities. Like I really don't know this man. I don't have a relationship with him. He asked me to do something, but I kept my calm, and I was very civil. I was social enough. I was polite. I was well-mannered, and I told him I had just woken up, and I would come back and attend to what he needed. In an hour. And it's true. I had just woken up. I had just lifted out of that bed in that other bedroom. So, this is my teaching point to you is that when you're in another dimensional reality where you're in these unusual scenes, in these living spaces, and these rooms, and people are communicating with you, be civilized, just like you are, hopefully, on the earth with people that you don't really know and that are possibly strangers. So that's my big teaching point. Hold your cool, hold your emotional mastery, and, you know, be kind and civil um, and tactful. And so uh, I feel that this is one of my own personal learning um, points when I have these out-of-bodies is to learn how to maneuver in these other dimensional realities and to remember to have emotional mastery and not be mean or crude or freak out and, and, you know, accusatory, or what are you doing, who are you, you know, holding your balance. That, That has been a key teaching point for me, and I impart that to you. So then I go back to that bedroom that I exit out of, and I look out the window, and I see that there's a beautiful, cute, like, side yard off the bedroom that I'm in and the grass is very green so it looks like maybe it's late spring or early summer and there's a few little low pro- profile flowers and I say to myself oh this is such a cute quaint uh, yard right off my bedroom and I was so happy to have that I'm very much in the earthly plane I'm very much into nature and love uh, natural vegetation and forest and so uh, so you can say in this out-of-body, a point was made by my spirit, the coordinator I'm hearing telepathically, for me to have this feeling that even though I knew I was in New York City, that I still had some greenery and um, cute you know, side yard off the bedroom. And another teaching point of this simple experience is to, to show to you that in these other dimensional realities, There are yards, there are buildings, there are rooms, there are furnishings. It's just like Earth, but then it's not like Earth, do you see? Um, So there's a lot of similarity with these other dimensional realities. There's a saying, um, as above, so below. Well, sometimes I think it's so below, as above. There's some kind of continuity with what goes on with the Earth and how it filters out to all these other dimensional realities and vice versa. So I'm sharing the aspects of this specific dimensional reality. So you see that it's very similar to, to Earth, but there were some unusual facts to note, like the unusual furnishings and um, you know, type of material that was uh cover, covering these furnishings, etc. And so I hope that has been helpful to you. I know I've gone on at some length with some detail, but I hope you understand the teaching points I have made. Um, so that if you have this encounter, type of encounter, that you're able to flow through it, you don't freak out, you're able to keep your mastery, and you're able to be courageous and have a level of bravery to go exploring. Because ultimately, I think that's what it's about. We are all multidimensional beings as human beings on the earth, and there's many levels of us. You know, we usually just walk around the earth on a conscious level, whatever we see directly with our physical senses, what we see, what we hear, um, what we feel. uh, But there's so many levels of reality that are beyond the physical. Um, And as you spiritually awaken, as you raise your consciousness, as you raise your vibration, as you raise your awareness, which means when you become more cognizant, and knowing that our, our resistances here on earth are so much more than we think they are when um, we see people as evolving souls and that we're here to have these experiences and these journeys for our growth, learning, um, for fun, for joy as well. Um, that shifts you, that shifts you tremendously. And that's the main reason why I've been having these type of experiences. This is my spiritual awakening because I made that consciousness shift. And it has been validated through my experiences with various psychic phenomena, and also being able to channel and hear information telepathically from some um, some light beings that come to me to share their messages to help humanity. So, again, I hope this has been helpful to you. I will share again from time to time some of my extraordinary out-of-body experiences, and hopefully you can share your own comments as well so that others can learn and we can all learn together. And so I look forward to uh, having communication with you again in the future and to exploring what we're learning together. Namaste.